0: whatever it is you do for a living whatever it is you represent that and it's just that moment that you have a choice to make a difference
1: i'm christy code red and you're listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and Carrie. maybe you should introduce
0: yourself. We try to do this every few podcasts. I always notice it's on like every third podcast. Well, I'm Carrie Thompson. For those of you that don't know me, you haven't been listening to this podcast for very long and that is completely fine. I am a registered nurse and I have a master's degree in nursing and I'm the chief operations officer here at Code Red and I lost over a hundred pounds, kept it off for Chrissy, I believe close to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I need to sit back down, but it's like, when were you really fat, Carrie? You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's a hard thing to remember. So, and kept it off. And you guys, I also had weight loss surgery that did not work for me. So that is something that has become my passion here at Code Red is helping people that had gastric bypass, had a sleeve, had a, a lap band, and it is not working, you did, you either lost the weight and regained it, or you didn't lose your weight at all. Because I understand that I even created a special program that you can check out on the website, um, about weight loss surgery survivors. And I call us survivors because we are different now. So that is my passion and that's who I am. Yeah. We're also weight loss surgery. Survivors are different. They have an altered
1: stomach and they have to do things a little different. However, because Carrie has been in your shoes and she actually has had multiple complications, uh, so she's been even beyond some of your shoes. She will not put up with your bologna excuses. We won't. We know Carrie knows you BS us on this. You cannot BS Carrie on this because she's gonna be like, no. I know exactly what you went through. Not only have I been in nursing for 20 years, I have been through it myself. So guys, you have the best of the best here, you know? And by the way, I think like, I always think Anne Marie is 12. And I know you were, after you had her, like, I know it's over 10 years. I think it's over 10 years by now. Cause I know that you waited a little while before when she was, I don't know,
0: but yeah. That's what but- I was. I remember I was a decent size when I got pregnant and then, you know, had some trouble getting back down, but have got back down and kept it off. So I didn't count the before the baby because I, I want to be fair. I always want to be fair and honest with those numbers. Mm-hmm. But the point is we
1: get it. You know, I've been overweight. I, you know, something that our whole family, Carrie and I are sisters. If you didn't know that, maybe you think we look alike. Some people say, I think we sound alike. Some people say we look alike. It's so funny, pe- different people's opinions. And Carrie and I come from a very obese family. Both uh, our parents' side of the family, mom's side and dad's side, are both battle with obesity. And Carrie and I have, uh, Carrie clawed her way out of uh, genetic obesity, and I have battled it as well. I've never been as as big as uh, some of you guys have, but I've been battling it. You know, we have the same shape as our grandma. And so we get a lot of things that you're going through. But today we're talking about everyone leaves their mark and I'll start us off with a story here. You know, we, Carrie and I love Joyce Meyer ministries and Joyce Meyer, Talks a lot about doing things for other people, especially if you're having a hard time with, with yourself. You know, um, she says every day she wakes up and she says every um, something good is going to happen to me, and something good is going to happen through me. And she always prays that what can I do to bless somebody else? How can I be us a, a help? How can I do something nice for somebody today? And I. I always, whenever I hear that, I go, oh, just like when you guys hear us, you go, oh, I need to do that. I do the same thing with Joyce Meyer. I go, oh, why can't that be my daily prayer, which I need to write it down, where I wake up and say, how can I be a blessing to somebody else
0: today? Because everyone leaves their mark. Christy, I am reminded of you and I have been listening to the same series. That's why. <laughs> the same <laughs> I just listened to the new one this morning and I love it. If you would like to help deal with your depression, if you would like to help get outside your own head, if you would like to help get past whatever is going on in your life, whatever difficulty, if you're having marriage problems, if you're having kid problems, if you're having financial problems, let me tell you something that will help you and don't poo poo it. Like, I want to be serious, I'm being completely serious. Step outside of you and what is going on with you and do something, bless something else, somebody else around you, even though maybe you are having a relationship problem that hurts so bad, you almost can't take the next breath. I understand that. I understand that or you're struggling with depression so bad that you have trouble putting your feet on the floor and getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, I understand that. I get that. I've heard those stories. If you will do something outside of yourself, it will make such a big difference. You guys
1: know that I live downtown now and I'm exposed to a lot more people. I have a dog Vinny. He's 20 months old and he 20 months old. Listen to me. I sound like I'm a, how, <laughs> I am I how heard a comedian, by the way, say my, my mom still talks. I, my son is 422 <laughs> months old, you know? And so I think when he hits the two year mark, I will be able to call him too, but he has to have a lot of exercise. He goes potty several times a day and we got to come down the elevator and go outside, but I'm around a lot more more people being downtown. I see people all the time. I walk by people. I talk to people. People drive by, they see me. And with this hair, a lot of people, since I'm from Idaho and Code Red has a big, we have a big footprint in the Boise area, the Treasure Valley area, the LC Valley area. I can't really go anywhere with somebody without somebody knowing me. And I always think about this because it doesn't have to be leaving a hundred dollar bill for the waitress. Yes, that's fine. You can do that. That's a great, huge blessing. I used to be a waitress. I get it. It's a huge blessing. It doesn't have to just be with money. It doesn't have to be with I. You know I can. Can you? You don't have to just like um, went and help somebody change their flat tire. That's great too. Can you just? smile at somebody, smiling at people when you see them could be so huge. And I smile at people, even if they don't, if I don't have the blue Mohawk out, if I, you know, I mean the blue Mohawk, it does ensure that people are going to, they're going to know it's Christy code red. And I do want to always put my best foot forward, but even if nobody ever knows who I am, I got sunglasses, a hat on, I'm always smiling and I'm always kind to people everywhere I go. Cause You're going to leave your mark. And I want that to be the mark that I leave, making people like really
0: even a smile. A smile can totally make someone's day. You are going to leave a mark. And it is up to you, everyone listening, me and Christy included. It's up to you what kind of mark you choose to leave. And I would argue that it doesn't have to be something big. It really doesn't. And even if, let me just give you an example. Let's say you're struggling with your weight loss journey reach out in the Code Red Network to somebody else and encourage them. Just encourage them. You know what I love, Bob? I see you're struggling. I love a good pork chop. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about shaving and sauteing your Brussels sprouts instead of eating them whole? Have you thought about, boy, I just want you to know, I think you're doing a great job. So it doesn't have to be something big. In fact, let me give you an example and a quote here. The quote is, everyone knows that I have my phone. That's why I look down. Mother Teresa says, not all of us can do great things, but we can all, she doesn't say what we can all, but we can do small things with great love. So I put this on Facebook the other day, Christy, and I always marvel at the responses because Marvel in not such a good way because everyone's like, Oh my God, you're an angel. You're an angel. Oh. And I, I appreciate that, but that was not the point of the post. My point was what we're talking about right here. You're going to leave a mark. It's up to you. What kind of Mark you want to leave, but people take that as Carrie. It's it's that's frustrating for me, but that's just my frustration with social media. So here's the example. Uh, One day a week I go to do home health as a nurse. And I love it. Have never done home health before this, my backgrounds in ICU and trauma nursing. So it is fun to go do home health. And I was at a patient's house and this patient uh, doesn't look good, doesn't feel good, uh, is not eating well. And I said, you you really need to eat. You're not going to get better unless you eat. Doesn't, was in a situation with a loved one where they weren't helping them anymore because they were angry with them. And so I took all that into consideration and uh, this person was going to go potty. So while they were in the potty, they had told me earlier, maybe I'll make a tuna fish sandwich. I know I have some in the cabinet. Well, first of all, I made sure that we got a hold of Meals on Wheels so they can get some food. And then while they were in there going to the bathroom, I just opened up the can of tuna fish. I got kids. I know how this works. And I put the mayonnaise in the salt, the pepper, and put it on some bread, cut it up, put it on a plate, got them some ice and a drink and sat them down and talked to them while they ate. And do I think that that was a great nursing skill? No. No, that wasn't a great nursing skill. Do I think that's a miraculous intervention of Christ? Well, no, I mean, I didn't heal anybody. Nobody walked on water. But do I think that was a little thing that I could do to make this person's life better? Yeah. And what I want the takeaway to be is not like, oh, Carrie, ah," I didn't want any recognition for what I did. I was trying to say sometimes doing nice things for other people is just a tuna fish Freaking sandwich. It's not a check, like Christy said. It's not leaving a $100 bill, although that may be your calling. It's not confetti coming down from the ceiling. It's not, woo, do you see what Carrie did? Sometimes it's just a tuna fish sandwich. That's it. I love
1: that. And uh, what we find with the Rebels is a lot of times when someone's struggling with their weight loss, they don't feel worthy enough to get into the Code Red Network, our app, coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. You can create your free account. They don't feel worthy to get in there and help other people. They say, why would I, what could I possibly have to say that's going to help others? Because I'm not even doing the program right now. I'm not even on track right now. I'm not somebody who's a good example right now. You know, I'm struggling, but it's, you don't think of it like that. Don't don't think, well, I'm not a good person to give advice. You do know the program. You do know what to do. That's not the, you know what to do, whether you're doing it or not. It's going to help you so much when you get in there and start encouraging other people, even if you are not on track. Carrie, I became such a a better boxer when I started coaching and I felt really? so inadequate yeah I felt so inadequate the day that you know I'd only been boxing for a year and my boxing coach said I want you to teach the 630 class and I was like wait what I want you to teach the 630 boxing class coming in I don't know how to to, to coach yes you you do you just you know, you know how to box. I want you to start because it solidified it in my mind and it helped me encourage others. And that's when my love cup really filled up. My love cup wasn't filled up when I would win fights or get on a magazine cover or be on the front page of the, of the paper or be on the six o'clock news. My love cup was filled when I started teaching other people and started to encourage kids. And I saw these inner city kids come into our program and their lives were turned around because of boxing, man, that's where it really started encouraging me. And so it can help you to encourage others. Even if I wasn't the greatest boxer on the planet, but encouraging others, it made me just a better person. So if you're off track and you get into the code red network and you encourage other people, that's really going to help you. And my gosh, that's going to help you leave a very positive mark.
0: It's because you're getting outside yourself. Yes. That's what you were doing. You weren't thinking about your training. I mean, you were because you were utilizing that knowledge base, but you got outside of you. And I have to tell you, I had a bunch of patients yesterday and all I could think was, I've got to get this done. Not that I would rush through a patient. I wouldn't do that, but just clippity clip. Let's see the people. Let's move along. Let's get home. I had to get home for something. And I thought it's 10 minutes, Carrie. It's 10 minutes of your day to encourage someone and get a sandwich made something that nobody else in this person's life would do for them. What can you do for somebody today that's going to leave the mark? That's going to leave a mark. I'll never forget, Chrissy. the first time that a patient died on me. It was terrible. I was a brand new nurse working in the progressive care unit at St. Joseph's regional medical center in Lewiston, Idaho, and a patient died. And I mean, it's going to happen. There's a first time for everything, huh? And I, I, took the time, stayed with the family, hugged them. And I, they may not remember everything about their stay. They may not remember my name. They probably wouldn't recognize me now because it's been 20 years. I look a little different. Plus I'm, I'm a lot, I'm a lot skinnier, but they, they'll never forget. I hate to use that cliche, but they'll never forget that experience that their mom passing was a positive experience. I left a mark. I represented nurses that day. I left a mark and I chose to give them a positive experience. And so you represent whatever it is you do for a living, whatever it is, you represent that. And it's just that moment that you have a choice to make a difference. Our dad, Larry
1: Terhurst, the stories are endless of when we were growing up and how dad helped other people constantly. You know, and we joke about it in our family, about how dad's always plumbing somebody else's house. And he's Carrie, he's turning 70. You know, our dad is turning 70 uh in July of 2022. And He's still plumbing people's houses and he's still like, you know, he's always, he's always working cattle for our cousins in Twin Falls. And he's always, he's traveling over here. He's, he's installing a, he's remodeling a bathroom from somebody and he's always helping somebody. He is always helping somebody all the time. And the stories are endless. And even 40 years later, after we, Carrie and I, you know, 30 years later, after we've been gone from Orfino and out of Grangemont, out of our house and and grown up and lives of our own, the people still tell me when they say, I knew your dad back at Mountain Life Church, or I knew your parents when you guys lived in Grangemont and, oh, he helped me, you know, uh, he helped us when we were stranded on the side of the road, he pulled us out of the ditch, you know, he helped us plumb, he helped me find my dog. I mean, it was just like, and dad has left this mark some, I mean, I, you know, it's his funeral's going to be big someday, you know, it's going to be it's a, because he's left this incredible mark in so many people's lives. And I think about that all the time when I think about the kind of mark that I want to leave. I always want to be a person that just has such you know, our dad has got such a reputation for such kindness throughout the community.
0: Brandon's getting ready to retire this next week from the military after almost 26 years. And it is interesting that the comments I get when I talk about it on Facebook, like I'll never forget that you did this for me. Or I always appreciate that you were such a good example when I was coming up in the army or, you know, you really helped me out. You really did things for me. And it's again, not everyone can do great things, but everybody can do small things with great love. All of y'all can. I got an email the other day, Christy, of a gal who was trying to decide what to do with regard to weight loss. And I could sense that she didn't really want me to tell her what to do. I just had a feeling. So I just said, What I, I hear my daughter playing her trumpet. Hopefully you can't hear that. I was like, What is that sound? Is that the trumpet of Jesus coming to get us? <laughs> I blow the, remember that song, blow the trumpet in Zion, Zion. Oh, sound my me alarm. I know that is old school. Sorry y'all. Anyway, I got an email and I said, well, what do you think? And I asked her some very interesting questions and I, I wanted, you know, sometimes we get busy in our lives and we just want to move past the emails. Like you should do this or we answer people or just it's like Christy sign the book and move on. Although Christy's never done that. And she wrote back and she said, such, such poignant questions. You helped me make up my mind. Thank you for taking the extra time. Mm. And it, it's not a big deal. It took me typing a few minutes, but it made a difference. It made a mark. And again, I don't do that for you guys to be like, you're an angel. Oh, that's not my point. My point is it's simple. You're going to make a mark either way. You can be Ebenezer Scrooge or you can be somebody who, a Larry Terrehurst. We used to call our dad the rescue man. Do you remember that, Christy?
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's right. Because he took this old, Piece of crap Ford truck. And I can't believe the thing ran. You guys, you could see the floor rusted. Yeah. The, the floorboards were rusted mm-hmm. out in it. And he would go and rescue people. Boise, Idaho, rescue them. Mm-hmm. Lewiston, off the side of the road, tra- pulling a trailer, go rescue them. Ran out of gas outside of Winchester, go rescue them. That was our dad. That is our dad still to this day to his detriment, so much rescuing. They called him the rescue man. Yeah.
1: You know, and I think that I got this straight from my dad. The last three years, our dad is again, we we tease him relentlessly about picking up trash on the side of the road. He absolutely hates garbage on the side of the road. And he, uh, for about three years, he lived in the Bay Area of California, taking care of his mom, our grandma, and uh, he would pull over. So here it is, the Bay Area, here it is, Concord, California, and he's on the busy interstate, pulled over to the side of the road, picking up trash. And it's, it's endless miles and miles and miles of just trash. And he he, he wants to do this because it makes a difference in his mind, and it does make a difference. And so I actually kind of I started picking up trash when I was on my walk with the dogs about three years ago. And it just bothered me that my neighborhood had trash along litter along the side of the road. And so and I still kind of do it. I still do it. Um, I might not bring a bag with me, but anytime I'm out walking Vinny, Nowadays, I always pick up trash and I pick up dog poop and stuff along, you know, like if somebody didn't pick up their dog poop and I'm happy to be picking up my own dog's poop anyway, and I have room in the bag, I'll pick up somebody else's and A couple of people have seen me do that is actually gotten to where other people now are picking up trash along their walking route. And so it's amazing how you don't think people are watching, but let me tell you, people are watching and they are remembering things that you inspire in them. So, everyone leaves their mark, and I don't know what kind of a mark I'll leave. I'll leave. You know, I know it sounds morbid when I say this, but I could die tomorrow and be totally fine with the life that I've led because I know I've left a positive mark in so many lives, and I know I've done the best with the life that I've been given. And so, I mean, what you really think about the kind of mark you are living are you? Are leaving. Are you, are you negative all the time? You're screaming at your kids all the time. Your kids can't wait to get away from you. You know, you've been through a couple of marriages, no judgment. I have to, are you just pushing people away? Are you just always grumpy all the time? What are you doing for other people? How are you a blessing to others?
0: Sometimes the issues that we tend to want to help with are so overwhelming that we feel like we can't make a difference, sure. like the trash issue, like animal rescue. That's something that's very oh. near and dear to Christine I's heart. Like, how can you like, you know, people that are doing, taking dogs out of a slaughterhouse, like, how do you pick, you know, you want to take them all. And so not to bring up an unpleasant subject, but I love, this reminds me of the story of the boy when the starfish and something had happened and a bunch of starfish had washed up on the shore and a little boy picked up one and put it back in the ocean. And his dad said, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? There's so many starfish, like there's so many starfish. You can't make a difference. And the little boy said, this is not obviously probably a true story, but the little boy said to that one, I made a difference Mm. to that one. I made a difference. So If the issue is overwhelming to you, if you think about these horrible issues that face us as a society, child abuse, trafficking, I mean, just pornography issues, dog rescue, pet rescue, all these issues, sometimes they feel overwhelming to me. And I just say to myself, to that one, I can make a difference. Hmm. I can't fix my client's problems with her family and I can't fix everything that's going on in her life, but I can make her a sandwich. Hmm. I can make her a sandwich, Christy. I can do that. And that was easy. And I was able to change, not for every starfish, but for that starfish, I was able to make a difference. And I think don't that's kind think, of the message. That is the message. And don't, get a, don't think it has to be big
1: in order for you to, you know, and don't think that everybody needs to see it. God sees it. God sees yes. your heart. Yes. And yes. You, it, it could, It anything, anything outside yourself is gonna, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's just throwing away one can that you saw on the street or if it's just smiling when you walk by those people or if it's just you know, letting someone go ahead of you if they have one item and you have a bunch. You know what guys, it, it, it's all adding up and it all leaves a mark. It really does and people remember it. So we hope 50- I,
0: go ahead. Oh, can I tell one more thing? Because I know you and I listen to it. Are you ready? Yeah, because I want you guys to get a good laugh out of this. Joyce Meyer said, don't be praying for somebody to help something when you can do it. She goes, Oh Lord, will you help sister? So-and-so get a new mattress. She really needs one. She goes, you're ridiculous. Go buy sister. So-and-so a mattress. So I think that's the message today is don't wish for these things to change. And we all do. Don't let it be heavy on your heart when you can just make a sandwich or go buy sister. So-and-so a new mattress. That's, that is what I want to leave you with. And then I'll let Chris, you live you with everything else. <laughs> yeah, she says, don't pray for something you could
1: do yourself. Yep. Oh, Lord, help Karen pay no. her rent. Yeah. You, you pay Karen's rent. You got the money. Oh, send someone to pay Karen's rent. No, you pay it. Don't pray for something you can do yourself. Yeah. Everyone leaves their mark. You guys, what a great episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We hope you enjoyed it. We love you. We love coming to you. And we want to make sure that we continue this in the Code Red Network. You can create your private account, your free account, by going to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. I know I talk about it all the time, but it's really important that we have a place to meet off of social media so that you don't have to be on social media that you can be in a place that's all positive a one-stop shop where you can get support education information and love we love you and we'll see you on the next episode take care everybody thank you for listening to rebel weight loss and lifestyle if you want to stay connected to other rebels like you join us in our private network our code red app is a one-stop shop Free from ads, algorithms, censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. So go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.